Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Double Dragon for the Sega Master System. Double Dragon for the Sega Master System was developed by Arc System Works and published by Technos and Japan in October of 1988. It was also published by Trade West in the United States and Europe in November of 88 and possibly also November, but sometime in 88 for Europe. <laughs> Somewhere in there. That's, that's a little, it's pretty timely. Yeah, not too bad. Now, Arc System Works, I'm not sure if we've talked about them before. They were founded in uh, January 88, supposedly. So, okay, beginning of this year in Japan. Wow. Uh, they're best known for the Guilty Gear franchise and the Blaze Blue franchise. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, but what's funny is eventually they did end up getting uh, buying the intellectual property rights for Double Dragon and Kunio Kun. Oh, okay. Back in 2015. So now all the games that come out in those two series are now released by Arc System Works. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Now, this version, the Sega Master System version, was also a, the Sega Mark III version. Oh, of that. okay. Their systems are very similar there in Japan. Mm -hmm. The Mark III, the Master System was a sequel to the Mark III. Gotcha. Just updated hardware. And the Japanese version had a special FM sound uh, unit that was built into the system. It was an add-on for the Mark III. And this game did benefit from that sound chip in Japan. Ah, uh, Okay. In America, I don't think we got the same <laughs> the same benefit. Uh, I hope now, not. <laughs> and also, uh, being on the Master System, this game was able to have three enemies on the screen at one time. Yeah, pretty cool. But most importantly, two-player. Yeah, yeah. So while this game is closer to the arcade version, it still has many things different from the arcade version. Sure. Level of design's a little different. Bosses, again, a little different, but not as drastic as the NES one. Right, right. Well, Nick, what kind of game is uh, Double Dragon for the Sega Master System? Well, sir, this is a side-scrolling beat-em-up for the Sega Master System. It is, and just like its NES, NES, its NES counterpart, uh, in this game you can jump, but it's also kind of awkward. Yeah. Uh, in this game to jump, again, you uh, as a Master System game, you only have a two-button controller, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Master System didn't even, didn't even have a select and start on the control pad, did it? No, it had them on the actual the console the, itself. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the only way you can jump is to press both buttons at the same time. Yep, unfortunately. Unfortunately, indeed. But this game uh, does retain, I think, all of the moves from the arcade. Yeah, as far as I could tell. And you get them all right from the start. That's right. Yep, no no leveling up here. So let's talk about uh, these moves because, you know, that's what you're here for. Sure. You have button one and button two. Mm -hmm. That's how they call it out there in Genesis land. Or and Master button, System Land. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Master System Land. Oh, <laughs> Lord. And uh, button one is kick. Button two is punch. Yep. 
or pick up items on the ground. Yes, yes. But you can do so much more, right? <laughs> yeah, you sure can. Apologize to the listeners, by the way. If you hear a, a light roar in the background, it's an insane storm happening outside my house. Oh, wow. Okay. Just picked up out of nowhere. So <laughs> apologies, possibly. But yeah, so what else we got here? Well, you have uh, kind of a weird one here is the leaping reverse kick, which you do by pressing, you know, your buttons one and two simultaneously. But this is a vertical. If you don't press a direction, you know, you will leap up and execute a powerful kick in the opposite direction you are facing. Mm hmm. Uh, it, it seems like it's useful, but it, it's very hard to to control and uh, time c correctly, really. Sometimes I could really get it, but it's just not strong. It doesn't knock them down. So you kick them and then it's like, well, now what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and of course, you know, your jump kick is done the same way while pressing either right or left. Yeah. And you'll which, be using that one a bit. Uh, quite a bit. If you're, if you're Nick. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, we also have the elbow smash. Yes. The elbow smash, uh, you do this by pressing the direction button the opposite way you're facing and pressing button two at the same time. And you do a, you do your little elbow smash. It's uh, not as strong. No, it's not as strong. And it's 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 harder to do because, you know, you're actually you have to since you have to press the button, the direction you do change the way you're facing. So you can't spam it like you kind of can in in the NES. So correct. Did not use this that much. <laughs> what about the headbutt? Headbutt's back, baby. And again, you just press the D-pad left or right twice. Uh, I, I only did it on accident because I'm never just running into an enemy without attacking them. Same here. And it's it's so close range that, once again, doesn't knock them down. So wh what next besides getting your butt, hit, uh, <laughs> getting your butt kicked? Mm -hmm. All right. What other moves do we have? Well, uh, we have the roundhouse kick and the uppercut punch, which are both kind of the same, where they're just the end of your little combo of kicks or punches. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, you have the classic head knee smash. Yep. Uh, uh, grabbing a downed enemy and then you get them in the headlock. You can start brutalizing them with your knee by pressing button one or throwing them over your shoulder with button two. And that's a little different than the other one we played because this one, it's from them being on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an awkward grab. That's true. Uh, Still pretty hard to do. Uh, yeah. On purpose. <laughs> But that is it for your uh, attacks in the game. Uh, but the cool part is you do start the game with all of them. You can right off the bat use any of those moves. Yes, that is true. But you also have weapons. And in fact, almost all the same weapons we had before. Yeah, you've got your... Uh, it's, it's almost like these are based off the same arcade game. <laughs> those copycats. Yeah. But yeah, we've got your drum slash box slash rock. That's your big mm -hmm. kind of bouncy... You know, same as the other ones. You throw them, they bounce. You can pick them back up and throw Almost them Almost the same. Uh, the box has gotten a downgrade upgrade. Downgrade because it's clearly a cardboard box now. Well, that's true. <laughs> it still does the same amount of damage. But upgrade is that now it says Sega on it, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it, it does not look like a crate. So it is no. definitely a box. I like to imagine it's full of bricks. Oh, I thought it was full of Segas. Oh, well, I guess that would make sense <laughs> more than, I don't know. Maybe Sega made some bricks as a side hustle. You never know. A lot of Japan, Japanese companies really love to diversify. <laughs> uh, then we have our weapons, you know, more traditional. We have the whip and the bat. The whip is very similar to the one from the other game. Yeah. When uh, I say other game, we're talking NES. Y'all know what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. But the whip, pretty decent. Um, Feels like it has a little more of a downward angle in this one. Yeah, and I feel like maybe even a little more range. I don't know. Yeah, it, it definitely. Tell you, what, tell you what, does not have any more range. 
Yeah. That's the bat. The bat. Yes. It's a, oh, I love the bat in the NES one, but they really nerf it here. You know what this bat reminds me of are those like big, short, fat, like plastic <laughs> wiffle, yeah, ball, wiffle bats. ball bats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. It is so short and you, you swing it so awkwardly from like your waist. Yeah, it is kind of a lower <laughs> swing attack, but nothing, I, nothing about it is satisfying. That's all I can say. I, I did kind of find a way to, if you close the, the ranks with the enemy when you're not on the same plane and you hit them as you or them are moving up or down, I, I was able to get some, some action out of it because it does knock most, most foes down in a mere two hits. So, okay. I just it, could never get the hang of it. So I gave up it pretty soon afterwards. It's not great. And then we have our two thrown weapons, the knife and the dynamite. That's right. You throw the knife across the screen, uh, just like before. I it was used against me many times, but I don't think I ever was able to get one in this in this go round. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did either. In the dynamite, again, I'm always too scared to pick it up. Yeah, I'm not going near that, man, because uh, it's very dangerous. But you can throw it back, and it will explode and hurt them. Uh, but even if they throw it at you and still walk over, it hurts them. So. Right. That's kind of how I used uh, the dynamite in this game. Yeah. Now, in this game, you do have, uh, well, I guess, like hit points. It's not really uh, per se, you know, on your screen when you're looking at it, you've got you have your, like a life meter. Yeah. With like five boxes of life. I don't know that there are partial hits or partial, you know, damage blocks. So right. I'm pretty sure it's just five hits. Kind of. I'll tell you what there's not. And that is uh, any way to refill that health in a level. No, no, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you also get to see on the bottom of the screen your lives remaining. I think you start with three. Uh, yes, sir. And your score, which uh, you do get. Do you get extra men for certain scores? I think you do. I think it's at 30,000 points. I did not really encounter that too much on my own. <laughs> no, but most importantly, this game has a continue feature that is amazing. Yeah, because you do continue right from where you died your present position as the manual says and you have unlimited continues throughout the first three levels yeah that's what the manual says but i, I was curious about this because in my playthroughs on the you know one player version i did not receive unlimited continues i only got three and then it kept telling me game over hmm. so i you know i i spoilers for the future we did actually get to play this two player a bit and i you know i can attest to the infinite continues there but I'm pretty sure in my one player game, I was playing with unlimited continues. I was definitely cheating. Um, <laughs> so that's how I made it through. Uh, but I, I know there's a, some kind of trick you can do that I wasn't able to duplicate where you that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about for the unlimited continues in level four? Yeah, the leaping reverse kick. Yeah, you got to do 10 of them right at the beginning of the level. That, I read that, but I, I haven't tried it. I tried it, but it didn't seem to work. So, <laughs> so I don't it know. seemed like a great, great uh, deal if you could get it to work. Yeah, yeah. I guess they even say they're like, you know, there's no sound or anything to notify when it works. So who knows? Hmm. But uh, one uh, important difference between this and the NES version is no timer. Yeah, it's great, and I definitely needed it. So I could not imagine playing this with that breathing down my neck. Yeah, and like we said, this is two player, so. Uh, you can just join in whenever you want by hitting start the second control pad plugged in. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And when you are playing two player, same thing. When one person dies, they can just start right away from where they were at. Which is nice. Very.
right, Nick. This is, well, the start of a big franchise, but on a system not known for the, having the best manuals. So how do they do here? What did uh, Arc System works? Did they pony up? Did Trade West step in? Did they help out? Did they make this a manual to remember? Well, is it blue and white? Do oh, I actually know the answer to these questions? The answers are all yes. I yes. looked at this manual. Uh, yes, it is blue and white. It is 17 pages um, with uh, screenshots as well as enemy and weapon art. Oh, and some really hilarious art of the moves. Yeah. the I mean, let's talk about the art real quick because it looks very similar to the art in maybe not so much the moves, but... Uh, you know, the enemy art and stuff, it looks like they just got somebody where they're like, hey, just copy that exact artwork <laughs> from, you know, and we by, talked about the, the Fist of the North Star stuff. Like By it, someone, do you mean someone in high school? I, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty goofy, man. Because these definitely look like the the character art looks like someone who's not a great artist saw the other art and then like copied it as best as they could. But all of the posing is really stiff. Very much so. It's uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's like um, what you did when before you like understood exactly like how to draw dynamic movement or like the way joints actually work, etc. Oh, sure. There's especially like the artwork for the roundhouse kick. Like it, <laughs> he looks like he's just kind of flailing his leg up. Like, uh. yeah. And all of the fighting technique art is funny because your character doesn't have a face. Yeah, kind of reminds you of a Konami protagonist or whatever Konami exactly except for it's right. drawn so it's kind of creepy yeah uh the roundhouse kick is the worst of all because it looks like he's broken his leg it yes it's... but my second favorite is the jump kick because it looks like his legs are it doesn't it looks like he's like melting or something yeah or just like laying on the ground with doing some weird stretch you know yeah, it, it looks like he's stretching he's like all right let me let me get this stretch going and i'll show you the jump kick like we already, we already took it we took the picture yeah he's like i don't want to hurt my acls i'm like yeah so I, besides the art this is a pretty uh useful manual at least with features and, and kind of giving you the backstory i do like the fact that it points out that you're using the ancient martial the, the or ancient oriental martial art of kenpo yeah, you it, fight your way through this. Uh, yes, game. it's kind of weird. King Po and Kung Fu. So uh, mm. pretty interesting. I like that here. <laughs> we're not rescuing Marion. We're rescuing Mary Ann. Yeah. And also, and, even though your name is Billy Lee on the streets, they call you Spike and your brother, the Hammer. Yes, which I love because I do recall that from the arcade cabinet where I was always like Spike and Hammer are their names. And then that just went away before, <laughs> you know. Yeah, those are some good nicknames. There's some other interesting, you know, in the enemy section, we, we mentioned the artwork already. It's suitably goofy, but you may, uh, eagle-eyed readers will notice quickly that Machine Gun Willie is called Jeff here. He is. And if my name was Jeff, this would be my my uh, <laughs> icon for all time. Because Jeff, not only does he have a machine gun, but he's, he's doing like a sidekick. And oh my God, is everything wrong with this picture? Like, I implore anyone listening to uh, look up this manual just for this picture of Jeff with his two broken legs. It looks like one of his legs is just half as long as the other. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I got to say, you know, even in the, the sprite graphics, Machine Gun Willie, you know, he does have a bit of a widow's peak, but here it's insane. He looks like Jerry only from the Misfits. Like, yeah. it looks like he has some balding devil lock. <laughs> like, it's clearly a devil lock in this drawing. Yeah, looks cool. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, other than that, you get level previews for what that's worth. You know, you get all your weapons and attacks, a couple of helpful hints, and you better believe it. 
two pages of the scorebook grid. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love a good scorebook or password pages, notes even? (laughs) I'll take it. And you want this scorebook because not only do you get a score for beating a level, you get points for each move you do, and they even break it down for you. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. It's very true. So all in all, I think this is a pretty decent manual. Yeah, I agree. Nick, what was your personal history with Double Dragon for the Sega Master System? Well, I actually played this game uh, quite a bit back in the day because one of my my best friends lived across the street, owned a Master System, and owned this game. Wow. Uh, The only Master System I ever encountered as a child was my dad's friend's children's. So okay. I went to their house maybe four or five times in my life. And I was like, what is this thing? Like, <laughs> I didn't even knew it existed. And I was just so fascinated by it. But they could care less about it. So uh, they did not have this game. So I did not get to, uh, you know, encounter it that way. I also do also remember seeing it every once in a while at like a Toys R Us or whatever. And just being like really flabbergasted that this machine exists. What is this thing? Yeah, I was like, this is not a Nintendo, but it, it's kind of like one. Now, we, we played it a lot, but never beat it um i find that amazing i mean you were dumb kids so there's well you know and going back it's like i realized quickly once you know once we played it two player where you know you have the infinite continues up until you know i was like oh this is why we played it so much was because you could just you know mash your way through the first three levels and then right just get slaughtered in the last one so there you go Well, then you've hinted at it many times. Nick, what was your more recent experience with Double Dragon? Well, I know you know that we both played through this a bit on the two-player version, even though we did not beat it. Uh, I went back later and played it some of my own with some extensive save stating and cheats and was able to defeat it. Yeah, we uh, burned through those first three levels and, uh, you know, it was a good time. Uh, you know, yeah. it's great. <laughs> Getting getting you back into the hood, getting to play some two-player games together again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we really, I think, got the moves down pretty easy that we were going to be using. Uh, <laughs> what we didn't realize, though, is that you really want to game that system there. We'll talk about that a little more later to get yeah. to that fourth level. But I also went back afterwards and beat it. Uh, I did cheat a little bit. I don't think as much as you because I, I kind of had a little system going that I'll talk about later. But I did definitely cheat to make sure... I could get through the boss at the end. Gotcha. All right, folks, here we are in the general chat portion of the show. I would just like to start by saying that every game is better if it's two players simultaneous. (laughs) Yeah. It's a it helps a lot. This is a pretty decent version of the game, but just being able to, you know, bash through it with another person, it, it really smooths out a lot of the bumps that are in this one. Oh, sure. It's not as time consuming. You know, you're going through one player and it's like you have to be so cautious, especially when you're getting three enemies at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's it was really a lot of just at least for me, you know, slowly grinding down these enemies. Yeah. Now, we did not mention. When we played a two-player, the uh, collision detection or the friendly fire. 
oh, that's that's in there too. So you gotta gotta watch out for each other. Yeah, it's not too bad though. And the, and the fact that you have the unlimited continue is really like it makes it so you don't you know rage against your your partner there when they <laughs> throw a box into you or something else, other silly silly mishap. Ah, who would do such a thing? Yeah, and just that the knowledge of having those continues, I think, just makes the game feel lighter. Yeah, yeah. Now, as far as you know, of course, we're going to compare it and contrast it to the NES version, as we have so many times already. Uh, the music, not as good. No, nowhere near as good. <laughs> it's the same composition. It's not the. It's the same songs, just composed differently for a different sound chip, and it's just not nearly as fun in this game. Well, yeah, and some like. You know, the Double Dragon theme at the beginning, it's like right when it starts to ramp up, it just ends. And it's yeah, like, you, what? What is up with that? Shame. Very odd. But to make up for it, the graphics are markedly better than the NES version. It, it is a lot more colorful, especially the sprites, Your, um, especially the enemies, too. They just have a, a couple extra colors in there that give them a little shading that looks pretty good. Yeah, they just look way more detailed. And the fact that they... Uh, you can have three enemies on the screen at one time. Huge difference. I mean, that really makes it so, you know, if it was only two enemies and two players at the same time, that'd be boring. Yeah. H yeah. Having that third enemy really shakes it up. It makes you have to worry about what's going on. Yes, it and does. Not barely any flicker. You know, the NES one, like people are half invisible. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. On this one, real steady. And it looked good the whole time. Backgrounds also look great. Yeah. Yeah. They're not too, you know, intense. Uh, not very cluttered, just simple, but, you know, bright. Absolutely, yeah. And I think the uh, controls-wise, I had kind of a rough time doing some of the moves, but I would say the same thing on the NES, you know? It's hard to say which is better than the other. I think the fact that you are slowly given them on the NES version forces you to learn them better, at least the basic moves. I can, I can see that. It at least separates them in your mind to a degree. I don't think either one is good. Yeah, I, I know here I was definitely like, especially the jump kick, like I knew the exact length where it's like you can get them with the very edge of your foot and you have time. If you can't knock them down, then you have time to, to walk away before they get you back, you know? Yeah, yeah. I do like the fact in this one that you uh, have that that beat down from the ground that is the the grab, but it is, like you said, hard to line up just right. And, you know, it's it's another one of those things that isn't really necessarily worth it if there's two or even three enemies on the screen. Like, I, it only happened to me a few times, but I was never really trying to do it because I would then be vulnerable to attack from behind. Yeah. And the fact that the bat is so short in this game and weird and the fact that the <laughs> knives are hard to get, like, weapons kind of become a non-issue in this game. The, yeah. the boxes and stuff I used, but I barely ever used anything else. Yeah, same here, to be honest. Which is a bummer, because to me, that's one of the things about the Double Dragon, the Kunio Kun games that is so much fun is those street weapons, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to say if this game, I think they're about the same length, but this one just feels so much shorter with that immediacy of those continues. Oh, definitely. You can breeze through the first three levels in probably less than 20 minutes, you know? Indeed. And I did a lot as a kid. <laughs> and that's the thing is I, it does make it so that I could understand that you would just play through this over and over again as a kid. It really seems like it's just meant for that. In a way, I, I definitely think that's better than the NES version. Yeah, I can, the, the two player goes a long way. It was an interesting experience. You know, I piddled around with it a little bit one player and was like oh this is rougher than i remember because i really do have fond memories of, of playing this game with with my buddy chad and as it 
turns out once you get the second player in there, it's, it's still uh, still pretty fun. Yeah, definitely. This is it, the level-by-level portion of our show, and this game has four levels. A little shorter than the NES one. Yeah. um... The levels are not as uh, multi-parted, or multi- yeah, multi-parted? That's not really a word, but that's what I'll say as that one. (laughs) Definitely the, you know, three and four especially, where, you know, you're not going into caves or all these different... No. You know, know, and there's no kind of weird platforming sections as well. Uh, Two, it's... I think that's better. (laughs) So the yeah. game starts out, uh, your start screen is, you know, the titular double dragons. Uh, you press start and you get to see the famous scene of uh, your girlfriend getting punched in the gut. Marianne. This time Marianne and thrown over a shoulder and carried away. Now, in this version, you get to see Machine Gun. He's there. Yeah. And which is the character that looks like Rufio from uh, Pan? Oh, or you mean Hook? <laughs> Hook. That's right. Hook. Pan. Well, uh do you mean the guy with the pink hair? Yeah. Or I think that's a Williams here. They okay. have bright pink hair for some reason. So they're cool looking. I like it. Yeah. Looking cool. Got that. I, I really like your hot rod in the background. It looks. Yeah. It's like a Trans Am back there. Way cooler than the NES. Mm-hmm. And right off the bat, walking down the street, you got some enemies to fight. Yeah. And this is this is one area where I think the I don't know, you know, the NES at least has the chin ties. The enemies here all feel very samey where they don't really have much other than appearance to distinguish them. Correct. Um, They all do move about the same. You do have uh, one of the pink haired guys. No, no, not the white shirt, pink haired guy. I'm talking about the the guy in the black coat with the pink, pink streak in his hair. By the way, that's the Rufio guy. Oh, I got you. Okay, I think that is maybe that. The, the person named Willie in the manual. Okay. You know what I mean? Like in, yeah. there's Jeff and Willie. I don't know. And Jeff is what we would call machine gun Willie and some other guy named, you know, I think that's him. I think he's a Sprite swap version of the, your hero. Yeah. Sprite, right. With some Indeed. different colors. You'll have guys sitting on rooftops, jumping down at you in your first encounter with the whip. Yeah. A lot of, you know, big stone background here with some grass on top, kind of like a retaining wall. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You get your Linda's coming out in a little bit, uh, joined by an Abobo that just rips through a wall. Which Linda's here are quite breezy because unlike the other two, they do not jump kick at all. So they're a little easier than normal. I don't know. Yeah. And then when you finally make your way to like the big parking lot area, there's some barrels to throw around. And of course, an Abobo. Yeah. Boss Abobo with uh, a deeper tan, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) This one hits the tanning bed a lot. It goes Jim Tan, Jim Tan. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't even do laundry because he just has that one pair of pants. It's true. It's true. And beat that level. You move on to the second level. Does it have a name? These levels have names, right? Uh, 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 mission one is the slums. Ooh. Yeah. And this is mission two in the factory district. You know, the famous factory district that most uh, towns have. Yeah. You know, I guess kind of similar to our NES one. You know, it's you got your yellow and black construction <laughs> uh chevrons yeah yeah and then a, a lot of you know pretty good looking like pipes and ductwork. yeah characters gonna be uh throwing ch- chucking some dynamite at you this time and bringing the bats out so be aware of those 
If you can figure out that bat, more power to you. It's pretty strong. I, I never got the hang of it. Uh, what does make this one interesting is it, the second half, you have some light platforming where you're jumping up these stacks of girders. You don't have to deal with any gaps. It just kind of separates the enemies from area to area. Yeah. You get some encounters with dynamite here, so be careful. The Sega box makes its first appearance. And then at the very end of the level, there is an elevator set, a set of elevator doors that many enemies come out. Yeah, where, this elevator goes to their training base or something where they're just... Mm -hmm. <laughs> that Rufio guy is is uh, the final one. I guess your boss of the level. William. Yeah, he, I expected him to be worse than he was. He was just like a regular guy with a little more hit points. This is where, okay, I guess earlier when we fought that Abobo, there was an oil drum. And this is, especially when you get it down to one opponent, It's this is where you can, you know, much like in the NES, milk that super fast diagonal movement to make it kind of v-shaped like throw the box and then move down at an angle and then up at an angle to get back to it and throw it back the other way and i, I did that a lot here yeah uh you beat this guy you move on to mission three the park and this looks pretty good yeah a lot more detail here than in the nes version the the trees the forest it looks good lots of stumps in the background yeah i don't know uh, if the the black warriors are involved in any illegal logging here in the i wouldn't put it past them Ugh, they got their fingers in lots of evil pies. But this stage really ramps up the number of enemies you're fighting. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be three at a time. Just when you kill one, a third one's going to come on, and it's going to be over and over and over again. And again, it's all Williams, Ropers, and, and Lindas. Yeah, not a lot of variation. That's the, the, the downfall of these early ones. Yeah. Now, uh, halfway through here, there is a little bridge you got to jump over. Yeah, but, but it, the, the angle of the gap is, is nice... Uh... I don't it know, is. it's not too bad. You can you can knock guys into the water here if you're careful. Uh, I was able Even to in that. a bobo. Even in a bobo. I was glad to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. uh, then past that area, you have to fight more guys and another boss, a bobo. It's like a mini boss. Yeah, they, and one thing about the abobos here is they seem to have red eyes, which I find very disconcerting. Yeah, I think they might be high. <laughs> not, I'm not sure. You know, gangs uh, yeah. get into illicit drugs. Oh, it's just, gosh. I'm saying... Or some sort of roid rage. It could be either. I don't know, man. It's just like... But then you're like in a canyon after you fight this boss, uh, a Bobo, mini boss, a Bobo. Yeah, and more more Williamses coming out to fight you. There's a rock you can use now. Uh, that rock got a lot of play. Yes. I used the heck out of that rock. I used it until I stupidly threw it off the screen on accident, but mm -hmm. so don't do that. Uh, we also threw it into each other a lot. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then after that, you encounter some mutant or zombie characters yeah which is i guess a throwback to the arcade something i totally forgot that i you know kind of remembered when we were playing where it was like oh wow they come out and they have what appears to be green i mean green skin and stuff maybe the you know the green abobos in the nes or maybe that's they're a holdover from this you know mm -hmm. and then as you mentioned then you fight a green abobo who is the boss of the level he's barely any different than the other abobos so see so look at those red eyes he's a scary guy he is. That's like Hulk Rage of Bobo right there. Uh, something. <laughs> uh, you beat him and move on to the fourth level. This is where you no longer have unlimited continues. Supposedly, you can do that back kick thing ten times and you will get unlimited continues. Which, but this level really ramps up everything. Yes, this is where, you know, right away we're in, you know, this is kind of a... You know, similar to the NES, you're in the, the bad guy's zone here and, you know, got kind of golden backgrounds or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now we have traps. Yeah, we got them square rock pillars 
you know, pushing out from the wall, although not as quickly and or as randomly as the NES. I thought these were not as difficult. You could even like just walk around a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So that that's nice. But then you get to a section with enemies, doors, and above the doors are maybe the top half of a minotaur with a giant spear that they thrust down at an angle. At- and this minotaur is too goofy looking for this game. Yeah, it does. It is a strange looking minotaur. <laughs> it's very cartoony. And then the other problem is that those spears a, are very strong and you can never get it to like hit the enemy more than twice. Unfortunately, I do think it's cool that it will affect the enemies, but it's mostly just trying to stay in a safe spot between them until you kill all the enemies and then make a mad run for it. Yeah, I got to do that dash. Once you get through all of those, you'll be in a big brick walled area. Two giant cracks will open and what jumps out? A pair of a bobos. Two bobos. Now, at the bottom of this entire area is a pit with spikes in it. You can walk off of it. Indeed. So just be careful there. It, just, there's no way of <laughs> knocking an enemy into it. It's just if you walk all the way down, you will be in trouble. We, yeah, it's just kind of a weird trap where they're like, just don't do it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some more enemies and more bobos come out of that crack. Uh, you keep going and then you will be in front of a very weird door. Yeah, this door looks strange. It looks like a transformer head or something. It's uh, like it's a weird alien helmet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, in front of it is Rufio, pink haired guy, another Abobo. And you just got to fight them. More Rufios fall down. Yeah, lots of lots of long distance jump kicks if you're me. And then eventually the door pops open and who's in there? What's he called here? Jeff <laughs> or Machine Gun Willie. I don't know. But- Jeff pops out. And also with the red eyes, man. Red eyes. He's looking very menacing in this one. He looks definitely more um, Mad Max inspired and more uh, just cooler all around. Yeah, he does have that weird like shoulder pad on one side, it seems. So that's pretty cool. It's a requirement for post-apocalyptic fighting. This is hardly a machine gun, though. It, uh, Thank goodness. I love it. It only fires one bullet. And it's much easier to avoid than the four, the burst of four that you get, you know? In fact, this guy is... Very easy to fight. Like, he he doesn't really do much besides shoot and walk around. Um, and, and for me, this entire area was me punching people. Yeah. You can get in this r- distance of where you can, like, punch people at just the edge of your fist, and it kind of stun locks them. Okay. And you can punch, 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 run away. Punch, 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 run away. And you could almost always make it so they can't get to you. Yeah, I, I, I would do some kind of hit and run stuff where I would hit them twice. I don't know. It was a lot of like, again, moving diagonally, arranging them to do a jump kick or sneaking in with a couple punches, mostly jump kicks here, but it seemed to work. Okay. It was just very time consuming. (laughs) Yeah. A lot. Uh, And then you have to fight the biggest boss of all. No one. Yeah, that's right. If you're playing one player, you just rescue Mary Ann. She comes out, hugs you and a heart appears above your floats up off of uh, between the two of you. Now, if you play two player, though, well, I, and it says my favorite part, <laughs> Yes, it doesn't say you will live happily ever after. It says, may you live happily forever. Yeah, happily for. I mean, you know, the sentiment is there. It is. Uh, now, what happens if you're playing this two player, Nick? Well, that's when the fun happens where you will then have to fight each other. Yes, which is a bummer because she's not even the other guy's girlfriend. She don't yeah, care. Yeah, unless something's been going on, you know, that we don't know about. But right. 
I do want to say also uh, in favor of the dragon, um, <laughs> in favor of the dragon. Yeah, I was uh, trying to figure out what, what no. are we talking about. And, and uh, uh, the, the the manual, you know, when it's describing the missions, it does say it's like at the end of the last mission, you'll have to fight the leader of the Black Warriors. His identity may surprise you. Oh, so it's that same thing as in the NES one that it is your brother no matter what. Yes, but here they hide it instead of, you know, clumsily revealing it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> After you kiss your special lady friend and they tell you, you may may you live happily forever. It The game was presented by Technos Japan Corp, reprogrammed by Sega, whatever that means. <laughs> and then you get a nice, uh, very fancy curse of the end. Yeah, it's, it's pretty classy, let me tell you. And then you're just frozen there until you reboot your system. Yeah, no credits or nothing. Not a one. Or I'm sorry, no credits or nothing. This is it, the final portion of our show, the review portion. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. Nick, I gave this a 3.5. Okay, I I went with a 3.0. I think I was... it's, it's the same score I gave the NES one, and I'll tell you why. Because the graphics are way better, but the yeah. sound is worse. So it's like a flip. Yeah, I think that's... At least the NES has a few more enemies. I don't know. The Well, I guess just Chintai's. Uh, it's, man, that music really killed me, though. It's one of my favorite things and my favorite soundtracks. And here, it's just rough. And, and then I'm not a not a Sega music hater normally. So it, it was, but here it was like, oh, this is a garbled mess. And so I, I had to stiff them, man. That's why, that's why they had to go lower. Understood. Next up is Play Control. And I gave this a 2.0. Same here. It's it's harder to control than the NES version, which isn't good to begin with. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I at least was able to master the jump kick. <laughs> which is important, game. but I also wanted to master, like, the ground and pound. Like, I wanted to pull people up and beat them up once they were on the ground and stuff, and it just wasn't there. Well, there's no you know, elbow to use like you could in the NES or, or something to fall back into. So it really became punch kick or jump kick that those were the three boring tools in our arsenal definitely following that challenge factor now this is a a weird one because on one hand you have infinite continues up until level four maybe i mean i didn't when i was playing one player but i know it's there for at least the two-player version so there is that but it's, it's pretty rough at the end. I, I don't know. I, I, so I ended up giving it a 4.0. I think the unlimited continues and no time limit make it a little more manageable than the NES. Yeah, I gave it a 3.0. I think it's I think the, th- the fact to me is that you really have a lot more time to learn and, you know, get to that final level if you want. And yeah. if you could get that that one trick to work, uh, you could be practicing it a bunch. That's true. And not only that, you know, having a second player there to help you in the final level helps a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, what we didn't mention is what you need to do to get that to work is uh, make sure you die in the boss fight of the third level to make sure you have as many lives as possible. Yeah. yeah you don't want to enter into the you know final level with only one life left. Exactly. 
Finally, we have theme and fun. I went with a 2.5. Really? I might might be maybe a 3.0. I, I think it's a fun play, two-player, but one-player, there's really nothing there. You know, it's, it's pretty monotonous, I, I thought. I agree, but I feel the same way about the other one. I gave it the first one a 3.0. I give this one a 3.5 because that two-player action knocks it up. It brings it into the realm of fun and actually a pretty good game. Yeah, I en- I enjoyed it. It's uh, you know, two player does go a long way. Indeed. But even that- if I had to play with you. Uh, well, that being <laughs> you're lucky we didn't make it to the end. I would have killed you for Marianne. Yeah. Well, actually you I did die almost instantly in that fourth level and you you still went on for <laughs> at least a few screens. Yeah, not very far. <laughs> I yeah. can tell you that much, but but yeah, no, it's it's you know, it, it's not horrible and stuff. It's just uh I know I definitely felt more in control of myself in the NES version in a certain way. All right. So then, Nick, should you play this game? I'm going to say yes and no. Yes, if it's two player. No, if it's one player. I think that music aside, this is a superior version of the game because of that two player model. Like you're not going to play either one one player and have fun, really. Well, I, I think the NES version it does have longer and more interesting levels. Yes, I will agree with that. Some but, of it has the weird platforming, but there's still, there's like kind of exploration. I don't know. There's there's a little more meat on that bone level wise. True. I, I don't ever see myself going, hmm, I want to play one player double dragon. And if I'm going to be playing it two player, this is the only option. Right, right. I don't know. I, I could see going myself going back to the NES double dragon someday. Uh. More importantly, we'll probably just watch Bill do it some night. Yeah, well, I can't wait to get him to go elbow crazy and see. Because if he could do it without the elbow spamming, what worlds will be unleashed? I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Next week's game will be Act Razor 2 for the Super Nintendo. So find a copy of that game and act along. I mean, play along. (laughs) Yeah. This is the charade simulator, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, everyone's favorite game. Who needs video games when you have charades? Charades. Uh, You know, I was talking to my kids the other day, and I don't think they've, my daughter's never played charades in her life. Lucky her, man. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Kids and their technology these days. I mean, even in our day, there were, you know, it's like, we can play charades. It's like, yeah, but there's at least like taboo or. Does anyone have cards? Anything better? Yeah, or any, yeah, where it was like. I don't know. There were fun board games. I don't know. But I'd go with 20 questions over charades. I don't know. What would our listeners go with? What do you think's better? 20 questions? Charades? Well, if you're under the age of 20, the answer is heads up. Heads up. It's that phone game where you it's like you put it up on your head and it's like taboo. Oh, okay. Uh, at least let me tell you this. That's what everyone plays in lines at Kings Island and has for years. Okay. So... That seems like it would be annoying to me. I don't know. Well, sometimes it's annoying to me, but hey, <laughs> I'm also an old man. So what can I say? It's like, Come on, losers. Get a Game Boy. <laughs> so, yes, uh, if you can find a copy of that game, play along and, uh, you know, let us know some stuff. Where at? Well, there's several places, one of which is cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got hit up there, I think. You know what? I, I don't even like it's hard to keep track because I did not respond to this. This poor soul about uh Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. That was a, a, a recent request we had. So I'm going to let you and uh, Dale talk about that one. Oh, it's it's good stuff. 
But uh, we can also be contacted on Twitter at Cart Command or the Facebooks at Cartridge Command, where you know if we do read these all. So we definitely take any of your advice, any of your criticisms, but more importantly, your suggestions to heart. Oh, yeah. But of course, we must go out of our way to thank the awesome, fine and wonderful folks that give to us at Patreon.com slash Cartridge Command because it's their support that makes the show actually happen. They're a great Trion. They are. You know, um, Nick started a new job in a new factory. It's another working class job. <laughs> I'm still in the drink factory, uh, you know, serving and bartending <laughs> like I always have been. But, you know, we rely on you guys and gals to give us the funds we need to keep this show rolling, to pay for our hosting, pay for equipment, any of that fun stuff that we need to replace. Thankfully, we have those awesome people that do. Thank you so very much. And if you don't give, consider, you know, giving even a dollar, a little bit, every little bit helps. Yeah. Throw, throw a little spare change our way. We appreciate it. So thank you all so very, very much. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! Game, Game On! on. Do, 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 do. And your button two and oh, hold on. Cat attack. Stay away. Don't give me any of this catitude. Go play with a dog. Yeah.